This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Here we go. It's our number one of the G-Bag Nation live in Surprise, Arizona. Spring training 2023. And uh, we're sad. We have a lot of good stuff coming to you. Our coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mm, good. good. General at your service at ease. Lucius Alexander is back there in the Pimp Cup at Master Control 75 and fits you. Here's Brian Broaddus, Zach Wolchuk, Eric Chiafalo here in Arizona. Carter Freeman is coordinating your video, I believe, at 105 through the fan.com Twitch and YouTube. And uh, Ramon Cruz, remote engineering. Uh, here uh, wrapping up uh, his first week his uh, rookie year in uh, surprise Arizona with us and and so are the nosebleed guys and I'd say uh, Brian I don't know if you agree with this but an A plus yeah absolutely yeah absolutely Uh, all the uh, all the uh, hijinks that they were able to be involved with um, I think that if I had a criticism we do these food reviews right yeah Eric way too involved Oh, really? Way yeah. too involved. Yeah. Always kind of want to get in the middle. I, I think he wants a bite of the food. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, it, it's one of those things I always, you know, Joe, I have to kind of give him a little bit of an arm yeah. bar I to keep him from, you know, having the uh, the Italian sausage sandwich well, I would say that I had today. Know your teammates. Okay, don't put an Italian sausage sandwich anywhere around me. Expect me not to go mouth first on that thing. <laughs> yeah. How many bites? You went and got one. How many bites did it take you? Uh, what do you think, Walchuk? You were watching pretty closely I think as three. I sucked that thing down. I was going to say three or four. Yeah. Wow. It's yeah. impressive. impressive. Yeah, it's it a good-sized sandwich, too, by the yeah, way. Yeah, that, that bun was no joke. I've noticed him lurking in all the videos, though. He's like he's, he, he he likes to be involved. Well, he, he likes, does. you yeah. know, he, he does. does. He, he wants to get on the camera. And that's good. It, it, it's good. You need those traits to take him down to the clubhouse and, uh, you know, execute those interviews in such an entertaining way. We'll have he more of that. He to be involved. Uh, yeah, coming up. Uh, four, yeah, you guys spoke with Sam Huff today, 440 oh, for Sam Huff. Did yes. we? Ever. We got to talk with our new bestie, Sam Huff, and we found some good details. He actually roomed in the minor leagues with our other buddy, Joe Barlow, who we caught up with a couple days ago. Sweet. Oh, the stories that Sam Huff tells us. He's a fun guy, great personality. He's starting to recover from that shoulder injury that he left with a couple days ago. So we had some of those stem cell injections this morning. Oh, cool. And you could see it working. Nice. In the shoulder, like that stuff's moving around in there. It no was way. First time I've ever gotten to see that. Wow. It is. It really freaks you out the first time you see it. Right on. Well, uh, best of luck to him and uh, Evan Carter uh, maybe joining us as well a little bit later on in the show, maybe uh, towards the end of their game or a- at the end of their game. Let's go back into the Pimp Cup and uh, get the latest on the DFW weather scene there with Lucius Alexander. He was hightailing it out of studio last night trying to beat that storm. How'd the drive home go? Uh, it went fantastic, actually. Everybody in DFW was behaving. They were minding their business, driving the right way in the in the warm. And it looks beautiful outside right now on a Friday. Nice. Yeah, we're grooving, man. And I think we're heading for a good weather weekend, aren't we? I hope so. I've had two yeah. cups of coffee, some CBD. I'm zooming right now. So, yeah, man, it's looking great outside, bro. Nice, yeah. nice. We deserve it after what Did we Did y'all catch a for. movie? 
No, we did not do the oh, cocaine okay. bear. Okay, I didn't do the movie. Okay, have no. you seen it yet? No, 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 no. But I was planning to watch a movie this tonight. Which one? Uh, Creed. Creed three. Oh, oh Creed, Creed three. Yeah. yeah, yeah. This is good, man. Uh, maybe the twenty twenty three uh, movie season uh, heating up, just as the weather is uh, heating up. All righty. Um, yes, G bag of the day is coming up at two thirty. Um, great win for the Mavs. Okay, well, we're going to talk about that. Uh, Jerry Jones is not going to talk today. Apparently, the storm's moving west. We we got the the brunt of it in Arizona on Wednesday, then Texas, or now no, the storms are moving east, and now they are in Indianapolis. And like Jerry can't get his jet in there. Is that what's going on? Yeah, Brian? that's that that's the problem that they're running into right now. Okay, so uh, Jerry at the combine tomorrow with uh, I suppose reactions, assuming that he says a bunch of newsworthy stuff on Monday right here on your home of the Cowboys. And, of course, throughout the weekend during our, our star-studded uh, weekend lineup, we'll be bringing you the content and the uh, the reactions. Uh, Luka and Kyrie combining for 82 points, though. We were watching on TNT once we got back to the hotel, but we were watching the score late in last night's show, and it was like 22-20 halfway through the first quarter, and Luka and Kyrie both had 10. Unreal. So it was so awesome. And at one point, you know, we we, uh, we got a little dinner on the way home quickly, and then I get back, and the first thing I heard was Reggie Miller saying, Dallas fans, this is what you dreamed of, <laughs> as they are uh, lighting the scoreboard on fire, and then more of that in, in an unbelievably awesome third quarter. And then they terrified us. Mm-hmm. They absolutely terrified us. Then they blew them out again. <laughs> And then gave you a last-minute terrifying as they let the 76ers go on a 9-0 run to make it somewhat plausible in the last 30 seconds that they could have just completely eviscerated any good vibe that the Mavs uh, had built. But overall, that was a feel-good win. I think Tim Cato put it perfectly. It's not magical. It doesn't count for two. But it's definitely a win they needed and now gives them a chance to catch their breath, evaluate what works, which I believe is playing fast and free and open on offense, uh, you know, pedal to the metal, open throttle, and then trying like hell on defense to at least secure the rebound, at least get in somebody's way. And I thought Luca was front and center in giving that effort to close off the drives into the lane. Do your dang part on the perimeter, and Biggs slide in to cover that a little bit better. And it was working well enough last night for for enough stretches that you're like, okay, I guess if I squint, I could see – a formula that might be able to have some postseason success. But we got a long way to go, 18 games before that, guys. What what'd you take away from it? It was absolutely wild last night. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned it. All the all the changes in momentum where, okay, this offense, they go on a huge run, they have the lead, then the defense, or lack thereof, really is apparent. I agree with you. I felt like the effort was there uh, overall more so than you've seen, especially versus the Pacers. You could tell this was one like, okay, they, they, they really, really played a little bit more desperate, which was nice. And then when you have those two guys hitting the shots that they are hitting yeah. uh, and, and Luka going berserk from the three-point line and then all the, all the three-point looks that he and Kyrie are able to generate for everybody else, yes. and I think you can see the uh, uh, effect immediately. And we talk about all the defense that Maxi Kleba provides, but the floor spacing where you can go Maxi at the five and now everything just opens up and you start to look a little bit more offensively like you did when it was Luca and Jalen Brunson last year but now it's Luca and Kyrie and it's just ridiculous and some of the plays that they can just do to dominate themselves but then feeding the corner threes the amount of corner threes and looks that they're getting is just it's fantastic so if you're hitting those threes and those two guys are on fire 
you can see the potential of this team, but yeah. then you can also see how just poor they can play defensively, and in a split second, Tyrese Maxey can change a game on you. And that's the concern, yeah. because in the postseason, you're not going to have a team that's playing necessarily on a back-to-back. Yeah. And you could see that the, the Sixers definitely were fatigued outside of Joel Embiid specifically in that fourth quarter. Like, Maxie yeah. was able to give him a little bit of a pop to make that run, but they just didn't have the legs. And that that's concerning, watching the Mavericks defensively. But it's a joy to watch Luka and Kyrie. It really is. In the corner three, I mean, that's something Luka, since he's gotten into the NBA, being able to facilitate and set up his teammates with wide-open looks. I mean, that that's his calling card. But now Kyrie's also able to help out and do that. So, you know, Reggie Bullock missed a chance to maybe put the dagger in with about a minute and a half left in that game. He misses a wide-open three-point look. And then Philadelphia is able to kind of hang around before the Mavericks were able to finally close that one out. Your hope is, come postseason time, maybe Reggie Bullock's able to bury a shot like that, like he did so yeah. often in the Utah and the Phoenix series. But he made a ton of them. Um... You know, and so did Kleba. And you you have so many three-point shots going in. That, to me, felt like when the Golden State Warriors would put their pedal to the metal and score 20 points on you in three minutes. Like, that was next-level offensive efficiency and explosiveness. And, you know, that's enough to get get you really excited, you know. And it's just – there's just a little bit of hot and cold. And I think what happens is after one of these scoring sprees – they, they try to settle everything down and go back to running slow sets with Luka, and I think they need to scrap that plan and just keep the pedal to the metal the whole time. I feel like this is who they are. Yeah. I mean, let's not, you know, let's not. They got Maxi back. He got some defensive rebounds. You know, that that's something you were kind of, you know, looking for there, rim protection and all. But this is who the Mavericks are. We might as well just get used to this. It's yeah. going to be if they can get it at a frantic pace where they can play, you get your top scores playing well, you get something from Bullock, you get a little defense from Maxi as well. That's who they are. Yeah. I, I don't I don't I'm not you know, we could talk about what, ten whatever, eighteen games left. I kind of feel like this is the team you're gonna see this type of play during the playoffs for the maps well it's important to do that and they do have another 18 games to identify a style but i i think if you're playing a much more pass heavy offense and using activity to try to get an edge on offense that's going to translate to defense you know your big men are running the floor for you they're getting back on defense they're trying to block shots they're rotating they're running the floor on offense I think that's a level of activity that might be contagious and, and might allow them to find some sort of an identity to just be scrappers. You know, when I see Luka closing off the lane, when I see Kyrie boxing out and fighting for a rebound, I, I think that's sort of the mentality that they're going to have. And I think that's what's frustrating for Jason Kidd is he knows, listen, we're not built to be a great defensive team, but if you give 110% effort and rebound your balls off as a team and don't give up, so many easy looks if you just stay engaged and participate uh there is definitely a path forward for this team to at least be uh pesky on on defense and and give this team a chance to win and hopefully last night was just the beginning of them starting to turn the corner on that okay uh rangers hosting the giants today and they're playing already giants have scored um, how, how are they looking out there, Wolchuk? Well, uh, Taylor Hearns out here starting. He got two outs to start the game. Then you had a big double uh, that got the Giants in scoring position, and then it was an RBI single from Stephen Piscotty, the former Oakland A, that was able to drive him home 
uh, driving the Giants' first run. So that's set up the 1-0. We'll be able to hear this one at about 8 o'clock tonight. We'll re-air this on 105.3 The Fan, your home at Texas Rangers baseball. But that's tough, just looking for the third out there, and Taylor Hearn just elevated one of his pitches that uh, Steven, Steven Piscotti was able to drive in the RBI. Stars got a great win last night, 5-2. It was closer than that in the third. Uh, host the Avs tomorrow, but they're back atop the West now by a point over the Kings and the and the Golden Knights. And they made a little trade this afternoon, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They ended up acquiring uh, from the San Jose Sharks, Scott Reedy. They traded away their 2017 draft pick, Jacob Peterson. Now, Jim Nill announced that Reedy is going to the Texas Stars, the Dallas developmental affiliate in the AHL. So he has scored, Reedy, that is 13 points in 38 games with the San Jose Barracudas this season. And he doesn't have a ton of NHL experience. He did make his debut. I think he got his first goal in February of 2022, his first NHL goal in a win over the Seattle Kraken. For the San Jose Sharks, he might actually have had the game winner in that one. But this is a young kid. I mean, he's 23 years old. He's got some wing center versatility. Mm. So uh, a player possibly that could develop into a, a future line starter for the Dallas Stars. Look at Chiefs guy Jonah Heim gunning the base runner at second. They tried to uh, steal, and that's going to wrap up the uh, first half inning of play here. Hose him up, Jonah. Let's go. FC Dallas going to host the Galaxy tomorrow, trying to get uh, their, their second game of the season. They they, they dropped their opener, so FC Dallas looking for a double. How are we there thinking about uh, FC Dallas this year, Gavin? Feeling good. Feeling good. Definitely a playoff team. Um, they invested in some young guys, and uh, we'll see if they can help them take the next step. You know, they they uh, they lost Hedges, and they lost another uh, uh, key guy, Hara. Um, but those aren't losses that should be too tough. What you drinking and what you thinking coming up here at uh, 530. So if you are day drinking, set yourself a reminder. I, I do know a time can fly when you're having fun. You could miss it. We don't want you to miss it, okay? So whatever kind of a sports take you have on your mind every Friday at, uh, at, at 520, really, it gets going. And uh, we'll crack them if we got them. And then we'll uh, hear from you coming up at, at 530. I believe the Get Right guys are going to take over a little early for us today, though, because we have a plane to catch uh, back to DFW. And, uh, again, we thank our sponsors, you know, Sonic and Good, for sending us out here and, and letting us have a, a great time getting a look at this ball team. That Not only does the, the team have everybody excited, but this pace of play, it has not let up the entire week. There's just a much different vibe around Major League Baseball and the urgency of every bat. I said it early in the week. I think, you know, the attention span of your modern person now can't stand 40 seconds of inactivity. You know, in, in football, there's replays of what just happened. There's chatter. And you know, man, if, if I pick up this smartphone and start scrolling Twitter or TikTok, I could miss something. You know, in, in, in baseball now, I think they've created that. I think they've created the, no, I, I don't want to be doing something else. I can't be sitting here doing a puzzle and watching the baseball game. There's just not that much downtime. And I think this is the version of the game that America fell in love with decades ago yep. and has slowly lost its hold as the hitters and the, and the pitchers have made it more about them being on stage than, you know, doing a, 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 an urgent game for the fans in the stands. Well, you can immediately tell, one, the pace of play with the pitch clock, right? You don't have a lot of standing around a lot of walking around the mound and I don't I haven't noticed just from our vantage point I haven't heard a lot of chatter in the clubhouse either that this is causing a ton of problem I mean problems we've seen a couple of box since we've been up here you know from both the Rangers and the Royals uh, and, and we've we've heard a little bit you know sometimes uh, when it comes to the batter box you know, maybe you have a violation with a hitter but this is just kind of getting used to some of the new rules I'm hoping you're able to work out some of those kinks so you don't see a ton of issues once the regular season starts. But you're right. 
I mean, we're averaging about two-and-a-half-hour games. You're seeing a lot more balls in play without the shift rules. I think this is great for the sport right now. Yeah, yeah. I was talking uh, down the hall with this uh, supervisor of uh, umpire dudes, and and he said they are frenetically working behind the scenes to get everybody on the same page and get the logistics of this down. And But they're confronting lots of issues behind the scenes. As far as it's being presented on the field, I'd say it's a, a job well done so far. Absolutely. Pretty smooth. G-Bag of the Day is, is coming up at uh, 2.30. Um, we have next, what's your most embarrassing moment going back in the day when you were playing sports mm. uh, a, a big leaguer we have some audio of the most em- embarrassing moment of his career and more coming up next year the nation t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning right now families and small businesses can save up to 20 percent versus at&t and verizon when they switch visit your local t-mobile store today Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. Tweet from Clarence Hill working the Cowboys beat in Indianapolis. Star Telegram writer. Cowboys are making no progress on a new deal with linebacker Leighton Van Der Esch, and there is not a lot of optimism for an extension with safety Donovan Wilson. Uh, so that is the very latest segment is brought to you by the Frankels. Uh, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck, so companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel of Frankel. Consultations always free, truckwreck.com. My gut on this is the Cowboys are going to get a cheap at linebacker cheap at tackler because that that's not a premium way to spend your resources on defense they have a couple of safeties already i think they're looking at damone clark and jabril cox and maybe the draft and saying we need somebody young to step up and be a cheap tackler for us and hopefully this is because they're saving money to to spend on 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 a playmaker or a position that affects the pass game that's that's my best read on this guys what's your take on no progress on lve or uh donovan wilson I can kind of see what they're doing with Leighton Vander Esch because in, I would, it's kind of what I would have done with Tony Pollard is let him, let him go out there and see if he can get any type of interest. If you lose him, then, well, you've got backs and stuff that you can deal with. But with Vander Esch, though, he, you know, with his medical history and all that, there might not be a lot of teams interested in him. So you can maybe get him on the comeback. The thing with Donovan Wilson I think is very interesting because I know people in the Cowboy organization – we're adamant about trying to 
get him back. Mm-hmm. And so that you know that was uh, that was the whispers that were coming from uh, from Indianapolis. So okay. uh, we'll see if in fact that the, if they can make that happen. But it doesn't sound like initially it's very good. And to your point, Brian, I, th- I think last year they they did the same thing with LVE, and then he ended up coming back on a, a really affordable contract. So okay. I, I think you're onto something with that. Yeah, that does make sense. Here's a Zach Wolchuk with some baseball audio. Yeah, it was uh, the Boston Red Sox who put together their social media team, and they had Kike Hernandez, who formerly was with the L.A. Dodgers, and they were asking him, okay, what is the most embarrassing moment you've had playing? And he was with one of his teammates, and the Red Sox tweeted it out, and they said, we're sorry, we asked, and well, he told a story about playing in the 2020 NLDS against the Padres, and this is what occurred to him. What's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you during your game? 2020 playoffs. I had a tooth infection, so I was taking some antibiotics for my infection, and one of the side effects was diarrhea. <laughs> and we got a big out in a big situation during the NLDS, and I screamed, F yeah! How was you? thought I farted. Uh, I went out to the off the inning. I struck out in three pitches. When I went in the dugout, I went straight to the bathroom, put my pants down, completely sh**ed. <laughs> You're saying you misjudged a fart. I uh, know. What I'm saying is I sh**ed my pants <laughs> during a game in the playoffs. Oh, no. Oh, no. Woo. A playoff pooper, man. Yeah. yeah. That's a bad day. That's a that's a real bad He said he went, uh, he, he got, he struck out in three pitches and yeah. went right to the right bathroom. Right to the bathroom. <laughs> had to check it out, and he realized, uh-oh. This was a bad situation. That is in so this, unfortunate. In this new situation of baseball, he, he could have been okay, right? A twenty as long second as you're not wearing white pants. Yes, a twenty second strikeout. Something with like the that. Dodgers, yeah. he probably was wearing yeah. white pants. Yeah. Uh, did they Paul Pierce him on that one? Did they have to like carry him out and just be real shameful about it? That is that is a huge bummer. I, I dealt with a really unfortunate deal like that at a spring game in high school, and I was hanging out with my buddies the day of, and we actually, believe it or not, we went to Sonic. <laughs> and I got the I got one of their breakfast burritos that was a little bit spicier, and it was on a game day. This is totally on me. Like I need to know myself better than this. This was a total mistake. By the time we're playing in the game, I'm like dealing with the worst stomach pain ever. Ooh. And I ended up having to just sit out on the. I sat on the bleachers after after two drives defensively. I was like, I can't. My stomach. What? Like I can't do this. I went to the bathroom, and then I just sat out the rest of the spring game. Because it was it was a very uncomfortable situation. Spicy food tears you up that like that? Oh yeah, oh wow. yeah, absolutely. Oh, spicy that food. bear must have been murderous the, for you two uh, weeks ago. The, oh dude, that bear, yeah, yeah, yeah that Ooh. bear tore me up. The dookie on top of the apartment parking garage happened after the Wendy's spicy sandwich for my boy over here. Yeah, it's, okay. al- it's always the spice that acts up the uh, the tummy, but plenty of sports embarrassments. Like the first time I came back from the ACL uh, is my first practice, and I'm wearing a knee brace, and we're doing the, the, the you run through the bags, you run over the bags, and that knee brace, I wasn't quite used to it, and I couldn't get my leg up high enough, and I just tripped and ate bleep <laughs> right there in the middle of the drill. My first drill, like literally 10 seconds into my return to football after an ACL injury, and I'm eating dirt, man. Man, that was bad. Man, I, I, I have so many in my mind. There was this time where the tiebreaker for advancing to the next round of this soccer tournament we were in was corner kicks. If it was a tie game at the end of 90 minutes, whichever team had the most corners advanced, and with like two minutes to go, we were in a tough spot defensively, and I didn't have anywhere to play it, so I played it out over our end line. They advanced 3-2 on corners. We almost never 
didn't advance to the group stage, and we didn't that day. And I still remember vividly that ride in the minivan, and I had to use the restroom so bad. We had like three and a half hours to get home, and I didn't even want to tell my dad, Dad, I need to pull over. So it's the worst I've ever had to go number one in my life. Like emergency status for 90 minutes. And finally, like 15 minutes before our destination, I was like, Dad, i got to be honest with you. I'm about to just go in the back of this uh, Plymouth Voyager. <laughs> Wait, were, you, were you too scared? That's honestly that's as good as a urinal, that's right? That's amazing. That's those the coach. Were, those were built to be peed on, those Dad, cars? Dad was the coach, and I was, I was so embarrassed by l- really losing the opportunity for us. Yeah, middle school football at, at Haggard, we were playing against Frankfurt, and they had Jackson Jeffcoat. Yeah, I realized I'm about to have to go against him for the majority of the day. And you it, fake an injury at this time? No, but I immediately hurled on the field Ooh. when I saw him <laughs> yeah. in full pads, <laughs> and that is not a joke. <laughs> is that when you decided football wasn't for you anymore? Yep. In that very moment, I realized, you know what? I need to find another profession. Ooh. I'm not going to make it as a professional, dude. That is so funny because we've seen guys in college football just this year by way of intimidation. Right, the offensive lineman looks at the D lineman, points at him, and pukes, and it's like, "Yeah, mother bleeper, I'm coming for you." This is a different one no. where you're so around, scared. Over to the, like it was the, a cowardice vomit. Yeah, it was like this is going to be a rough day. That's kind of like my first practice wrestling in eighth grade when uh, Dallas Wittenborn, iconic name, body slammed me, and I was I went home and I was like, I don't think I want to be a wrestler. I think I'm good. <laughs> that happened to my youngest brother too, man. My youngest brother has no business in anything athletic, anything physical, anything violent. He's a guitar playing, drum there playing, yeah. like harmonizer. He does okay. those things. He's an artist. Uh-huh. And my dad wanted him to be, you know, do a little something in high school. So he's doing the wrestling thing. In his first matchup, we're all there. We're all my whole family's there. My grandma's in town, and he gets matched oh. up with the guy who ended up being the king of the whole day. Oh, fine. this dude's a monster. This guy's like seventh grade, and you're going, no way this kid's in seventh right. grade. That's how J- Jackson was. It He's was dunking in seventh grade. It's like, this is not fair. This guy should just be elevated to varsity today. This guy was unbelievable. He tackled my brother, and it was a tap out. It was an under 10-second fight. It was an under 10-second fight. The whole family was there, and the day ended in 10 seconds with my brother having his hands on his back and, like, screaming in pain. It was one of the funniest days ever. <laughs> it is time now for the G-Bag of the Day into the pimp cup we go for lucius yes i passe on a friday yes sir hey y'all on a friday we made it you yeah. made it we did it we made it we made it again yeah we made it we made it again all right uh let's see mm. hey i got this question about that poop situation you guys just talked about <laughs> yeah uh if you pooped on yourself but no one knows is it still an embarrassing situation Ooh, I think so. I yeah. think it is, Lucius, when you take off your uniform and have to hand it into the equipment uh, okay. guy, you know? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Maybe you want to roll it up in, like, your jersey yeah. and some socks and your, yeah, you know. You just don't throw it away like I used to? Just, I'm going to just put this you know in the what? trash. That, that's, that, those pants very well could at be the, the bottom. Trash. Yeah, put at they, the bottom, put everything on top of it. Hey, Kike, what uh, what happened to your pants? I have no idea. Did I have you no idea. Yeah, this one's on you, man. They're yeah, somewhere. I don't know if it's embarrassing, but it's definitely unsettling. It's like, oh, no, I, I guess i got to be more careful. I yeah. can't trust my instincts anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah you can't. <laughs> uh, our winner and still champ is Mississippi Valley student broadcasters. Yes. They on fire. They in there. They lit. They in there. They lit. Mm-hmm. There was a three-pointer. They went crazy. Oh, they ain't going to call a foul? They ain't going to call a foul? Hands 
the complex. He's single handed. He's single handed. He got the Delta Devils in his soul. He needs to cut a finger. He got the Delta Devils in his backpack. It's hot in here. It's hot in here. We live. We live. <laughs> How many days is that? I think they're looking for four. Okay. All right. All right. The vibe's right. <laughs> vibe's right. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. <sighs> Let's go to a high school teacher. I've been this been sitting on deck for a while right here. He's a high school teacher and a swim coach. Uh, he got himself suspended. I think he's back at work now. <laughs> Goes on a fat folks rant. Uh oh. Said it's your Jeez. fault that you're fat, man. Uh, right in front of all the kids. Cover your ears. Like if you're fat, whose fault is that? Yours. And I'll tell you that straight up. That's because of the things you put in your in your mouth. That ain't nobody forcing down your throat. But everybody wants to. Everybody wants to be body positive. Let's 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 celebrate fat people. Why? They're gonna fucking die because they're fat. <laughs> yeah, y'all laugh. This is the truth. Again, don't care. You're fat. It can be genetic. That's bullshit. That's a fucking excuse. Could be genetic, yeah. Guess what? My entire family's fat. I'm not. <laughs> I'm one of the most in shape people around here. I do marathons. Yeah. All my parents are fat. My parents are fat. My so is my brother. That's not genetic. That's a fucking excuse. Take responsibility for yourself. I mean, there's over fifty percent of this class has failed. That's all it is, and that frustrates me as a person because I just feel like I'm wasting my time talking to a bunch of idiots who don't give. Yes, he was in his bag that uh, day, man. What That's is a, going on? Hey, it's a little bit late in the year. Think about it. This isn't. Uh, if this was October, I'd be like, "Wow, man! Like, get your patience together." This is. We're approaching yes, the is. finish line. This Cutting guy's season. fed up, and yep. I, uh, I can, I can somewhat sympathize with that. But did he say he sprints marathons? Was that his flex? No, he just runs he marathons. Just runs. There's fat people that run marathons. I'm, I'm proof yeah, of that. Doable. I'm proof of that. It's a, it's a Clydesdale division is what it is. What was your favorite line, though? Was it my family's fat, but I'm not? I think that's my favorite. No, the, I don't know. The, the young whole girl, thing was genius. The young girl trying to use science on genetics, and he wanted nothing to do with bleep that. Bleep your genetics. Yeah, yeah, bleep your genetics. My whole family's fat. I'm not. Coach <laughs> of the year nominee right there. Man, ever since that Bone Crusher song played earlier, that's all I can hear is Bone Crusher, Archie Eversole. This is what our locker room sounded like in high school. Bone Crusher, Archie Eversole, Sea Murder, Drama. That's all we played before football games. Glorious uh, time. You yeah. were in there. You were lit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see here. How about this guy? Speaking of teachers, we got a substitute teacher looking guy. I don't even know if he's a substitute teacher, but I'll put that on him because he looks just like one. He also looks like Bill Gates. Oh. Uh, he's crushing this karaoke at the Red Crab. Just crushing it. Shout out to Dawson right here. With my baby. I be Bro. in the kitchen cooking pies. I'm like, hey, what's up, hello? Sit your pretty ass soon as you came in that door. I just want to chill. Got a sack for us to roll. 
I love that jam, dude. Yeah. He, I love that. He gets that Fetty Wap. That was my retirement. That was part of my retirement tour right there. <laughs> Oxnard, August of uh, 2015. Yes. And then Mayweather fight, September of 2015. Mm. That was the that was the retirement tour. The diss of uh, he looks like Bill Gates, only like the broke version. <laughs> That's so bad. The only redeeming quality about Bill Gates is that he's rich Bill Gates. But to be have to look like him and not have his money would be one of the worst <laughs> things yeah. ever to have to deal with. At least he's not fat, though, you know. Yeah. Let's go to Coach Steve Spurrier's favorite rapper, Lil Boosie. Uh, he was talking about Kobe in his prime, trying to compare it to all the players now. And I think he's talking about the Greek freak. I'm not sure. This mother Kobe is Steph Curry. This mother is is uh, is Uga Duplo. This mother <laughs> is a hey, Kobe Bryant in his prime, bro. Uh-huh. Kobe's prime. In his prime. Uga Duplo, I believe. Yeah. Let's see. Is that Luca? Is uh, is Uga Duplo? This mother <laughs> is <laughs> Uga Duplo. <laughs> Very international game. Yeah. Uh, what else we got for you boys? Oh, is this true? Okay, first, Whataburger, trash. Ooh. I don't, bleh, just trash. Ooh. Number two, these toll roads. Oh my God, a complete scam. I. Yeah. Oh, and everything is so far apart if something says 30 40 minutes it's really 30 40 minutes away in la if something is 30 40 minutes away it's really kind of down the street it's just traffic (laughs) is what's making it 30 40 minutes away this is california people moving to texas and complaining about things on tiktok yeah she's she's figured it out i think love it or leave it honey is it true is it coach steve spurrier's uh, favorite rapper lil boosie talking about kobe in his prime Substitute teacher-looking guy, Bill Gates, um, doing some karaoke. Swimming coach on the heavy set kids. Need to get in shape before you graduate. And uh, our champions, the three-time champs out of Mississippi Valley State, the student announcers. That's where my vote goes here today, Brian. How about you? I'm going to go with those student announcers as well. Lucius, what do you say? Uh, the, the Ruin High School coach. The swim teacher. Look at me, man. I'm skinny. <laughs> Look Same at you, here. buddy. Oh, we're yeah. tied at two. Well, Chuck, what do you say? Uh, I'm going with the champ. With the champ and by a score of three to two. Now a four-time champion. Looking for five on Monday. It is the it's, Mississippi uh, it's Valley Uga <laughs> Yes. They're heading into March Madness on an absolute heater. And are your early favorites for a 2023 G-Bag of the Year. Crusty's Corner's coming up next, Brian. Where are we headed with yeah, that? Yeah, it's Friday, and we'll do a little version of the Arizona Sports Mix next. Well, thank you, Lucius. We're live and surprised. It's time now for Crusty's Corner. Here he is, the former NFL scout and executive, Brian Broaddus. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate this. We're watching this uh, game unfold in front of us. This is the first time it looks like a pitcher that I could actually maybe hit off of. <laughs> Sean Manaya. I mean, every time I look up, he's throwing it like 81, 82. You know, I, I feel like I can maybe hit it off him. Yeah, the, the Rangers know him pretty well. I mean, Played against him a lot. Here, I, yeah, old Oakland A, right? Yeah, absolutely. Old Oakland A, yeah. He, he looks like the first guy that I feel like I could maybe 
get up there and maybe get a hit. Everybody else, I kind of feel like I have absolutely no chance. I think we figured I think out something brought us. for next year maybe a great bet payoff is. Try we, and hit off one of these guys? That or just one of us has to attempt to catch a bullpen with, with Baskey. We get in the full catcher gear mm. and just see if we can do it. I'd and, be in on that. And Mike doesn't even throw the hardest in the world, but just trying to catch a bullpen from a former pro baseball player. I, you know what I, really, I think we're going to get beaned in the gonads. You know what I think I wanted to do, and you guys stopped me, and probably rightfully so, when it was raining pretty good here the other day, I wanted to go do the oh uh, the tarp slide tarp slide yeah that would've been fun. We I stopped wanted, you, and you you could have got you could have got that done. I know I could have, but I was I was a little worried that maybe somebody would say something. You know, I, yeah, that, I would have been we, too. That we would get in trouble. But I, I thought about how much fun because we were like the only ones here, right? Yeah. yeah. That tarp was out there; it looked beautiful, and it was. It's just like a giant. That's my childhood, like slip and slide. Yeah, you know. Sorry so, about that, man. Yeah. You, you you got too many uh, get back coaches on your staff here uh, in the G back. I didn't want we you were, to get hurt. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think, I think you didn't you want could... us to get in trouble. I, I I honestly felt like you guys like listen. Well, can you blame us. me and Eric? I mean, we're thinking about our our livelihood here. Are we even going to be allowed to come back after the violations? Uh, yeah, we couldn't afford any more of those. And honestly, watching you have to run and slip around out there with the with the bunion and the gout would have just been. <laughs> And it would yeah. it would have been sad like the wet it would have stringy yeah. hair yeah it would have been, i would have been made sad by it, it was honestly. 38 degrees you'd have had hypothermia by the time yeah. we got to the car i'll tell you what though with gavin you in the in the in the uh the van of destruction that mm-hmm. we drive around you you keep that that heater on about 85 i do i yeah. i I'm kind of blacked yeah. out for a little bit in the back seat there i got a little warm i'm not gonna You're lie welcome I bet that. You're lucky you don't have bun toasters in that chair. He would have turned them on for you. Oh, man, <laughs> How were you nice. feeling? How were you feeling about the 85? Were you up there kind of sweating? Uh, it was a little, a little bit toasty. Yeah. And then when you combo with the bun toasters, you get a little swamp <laughs> ass going in Arizona, and you're like, I'm the only one here with swamp ass. <laughs> Take hey, care of you guys. By the way, hey, for, for like one of our baseball questions, can I can I run one by you? Yeah. yeah. Would you ask one of these players which is more rank, like after an August baseball game, day baseball game, their cup or their shoes. Uh, yeah, I was going to say even just the socks. Like, the socks are probably absolutely filthy, disgusting. Is that a, is that a good question? The yeah, glove. It is. It is a good question. Honestly, I think just the like. The glove definitely gets Or stinky. how long can you just, how long, how quickly do you take that cup off? It's a good question. When you stop the game. When yeah. you're out, is that the first thing you do? Well, I wonder, honestly, Broadus, I wonder how many of these guys are actually in it. In I apologize for not being uh, as, as, on, as on this beat as we should have been just about the, the whole idea of the cup and the jock strap and what their status is amongst players these days. I don't know how many of them are actually wearing it. They have to. All of them? Are you thinking every? Maybe I mean, not, not the, the outfield, outfield guys. Some yeah. key positions. I don't know. Yeah, I mean the catcher. Yeah, for sure. You're see, gonna need some sack in, protection. In, infielders are wearing them. I mean, you can see Simeon's got it on now. No, that's just Simeon, man. He's, <laughs> he's no, he's got the cross first he, you guy. Can see, you can see the outline of the cup. No, that's a hang down like I've. Uh, that's impressive. <laughs> that's all natural, boys. All right, sports mix uh, brought to you by uh, me here. But no, the uh, you know all week long we've been asking these players what's their favorite. Uh, item from Sonic. Yep. And I don't think that we've kind of gone on record and said our favorite uh, item from Sonic. Go, Gavin, you got one? Well, uh, I'm on record as being a huge fan of the Cine Snacks. Yep. Uh, they're so good. I figure as long as I'm eating unhealthy, I'll just get enough of those to have enough calories for a meal. So that's my meal, uh, maybe with a Diet Coke. How that's about you, play. Then, Wooly Bully? Uh, I am quite partial to the bacon breakfast toaster. 
That is mine. Uh, if I had to go with the sides, you guys know I love their onion rings, but otherwise yeah. it would be the Mott Sticks. Yeah, Perfect World Order, I go up there and I get the Supersonic uh, Bacon uh, Burger, and then I'm going to go with Tots, and then I'm going to flip a coin and decide whether or not I'm going to get the Mott Sticks or the Jalapeno Cheddar Poppers, and I'm going to wash it down with some ocean water. That's what I was going to go with. My favorite, I love the onion rings from there, but the ocean water. Yeah. That that on a, a summer day, it's delightful, summer day, bro. You guys do the Route their 44? Ice, their ice is Excellent, oh, too. The Sonic Ice Sonic the Ice is excellent. Eventually, Chick-fil-A, we copied them and did oh, the did same you? ice. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll tell you what. That was uh, – that. those are those were all good. Lucius, do you, which, do you have a favorite oh. Sonic item you like? The, the double cheeseburger, uh, yep. the conies, oh. and onion rings. Oh, yeah. yeah that's yeah, my yeah, guy. Yeah. That and that awesome. ocean water. Throw some rum in that ocean water. There you oh, go. Wow. That's a good use. I think any one of the Sonic drinks you could do stuff with. If you want to add something, oh, it's, to a, it. it's a great foundation. It's a, mix. it's a great mix. We are sure. getting a lot of love, though, Brian. They've got that new grilled, uh, the steak grilled cheese. Ooh, people are loving it. Ooh, sounds really good. Like our guy Tolo Richie from Ennis just texted. He tried it yesterday. Uh-huh. Said it's outstanding. How about this one? Uh, let's go with you on this one, Chief. Here at these ball games, when you hear the tune "Take Me Out to the Ball Game," do you actually sing? Yeah, yeah. Do you sing in your head, or do you actually kind of sing the first part of it? uh, I think it might be more of just uh, between the ears singing, but internally it's being belted out. And for some reason, I don't know why, do you guys have a particular person that you think of that you remember seeing a sing take me out to the ballgame? Because I immediately, for some reason, just go right to thinking about Bill Murray. I do, too. You do, too? Yes. Uh, Is is he the most legendary one, or is that just – Well, well, Harry Carey – you know, it's when Harry passed away, then you got all your Bill Murrays. And Which guys. always makes me think of Derek Holland, yeah, yeah our, our good buddy, the Dutch yeah. Oven. Uh, Eric, would you like to give us a rendition? Uh, it currently, uh, no, maybe when we get to the seventh, right? When okay. we get to the Have seventh, I think along. did request this. Yeah. How about you there, uh, Zach? Yeah, I, I'll sing along just a couple of lines out loud. Otherwise, the whole thing's just in my head. I don't have a voice that people want to hear. I do sing along, and uh, about half the time I say the Cubbies. Or the home team, yeah. Do you do you you ever find yourself there where like that you're like you're embarrassed by how you're saying that you do you know all the words? That's the thing. You know all the words. Like if you had to sing it, do you know all the words? I think I I believe so. I don't. I don't. I don't feel confident in that. You don't feel confident. You know all the words. No. And you go to and you're like the our baseball veteran. I'm working. You just you just uh, drawing it right out. Maybe but. I'm underselling myself, but I feel like if I got put on the spot, I'd probably fumble. Just always remember to root, root, root for, for the home team. home team. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two, three strikes, you're out at the old ball game. That went bad. You guys did all right there. Yeah, right. we pulled it off. All right. How about this one, Gavin? Since we're covering all these sports now, if you could be a beat writer in any pro sport – what would you like to be a beat writer? Which one would you like to cover? You have to cover this. You're the beat writer. You're the. You're our eyes and ears for this sport. Give me mm. a sport that you would like to cover. Uh, I think I would. Uh, I do the NBA. You know, um, it's either that or the English Premier League. You know, I think that'd be a fun little adventure. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with basketball. I think that's what I, I know the most about and what excites me to to be in the arena before the game the most. 
How about you, Chief? I'm a tried and true football guy, and uh, so it would be the NFL. And and the season's not quite as long. Like when you're when you're in for the long run, like we're talking with Levi Weaver and, and some of the the beat guys in in the clubhouse, and it's like, yeah, man. Once you once you get here to surprise, it's put your head down for quite a while. This season's these seasons can drag on you. So I'd go I'd go football. I feel like at some point, if I was covering baseball, I'd I'd, I'd have to tap out. I'd be like Nadell. I'd be like, is my, is my two weeks off now, or is it next week? When <laughs> yeah, am I off? we get to about July fourth, and it's like, all right, yeah, all right. How about you, Zach? Yeah, I'm I'm going uh, football all day. Put me on that Cowboys beat. One, it's always entertaining. There's always something to talk about, even if the team wouldn't be had a down year and wasn't good. There's always going to be something to write about. You might have some stale years with uh, another organization or even another sport. The NHL's a grind. The NFL's a grind. And the NBA, man, there's so much travel that goes into that. I think I'd absolutely go with the NFL. I kind of feel like that I would like to try the NBA myself. I do remember my buddy Rowan Cavender told me one time that he was, you know, he was going around with the Clippers, and it got to the point where they were on one of those Eastern swings, and he didn't even know what city he was in. Oh, man. I, can see that. I mean, like you wake yeah. up and you're in a hotel, and like, what city are we in right now? That would be scary. So. All right, well, gentlemen, thank you very much. Appreciate you doing the sports mix with me today. Thank you for the sports mix questions, Brian. It's always an honor to answer them. Uh, the Rangers do lead the Giants. It is 3-1 here in the bottom of the third. That's what we do. You know, we just uh, are top of the third. We are top of the fourth. We just beat teams uh, named the Giants, and uh, ho- hopefully at some point from San Francisco as well. If you were the Cowboys and you needed a quarterback, how short of a man would you be willing to go with? That's coming up next in the GBAC Nation. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.